Welcome to St. Tom's Online. Please find the recording of this week's Sunday service. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our Sunday morning live stream worship. I was going to say from sunny St. Tom's in deepest Hampshire, but unfortunately it's very rainy St. Tom's in deepest Hampshire, but hopefully you'll join with us and we can enjoy the warmth of fellowship together. We've got quite a, a packed service this morning, so settle back. Hopefully you've all got your coffees and are ready to worship. But before we start our song worship, let us pray and then we'll have a few notices. So let us pray and invite the Lord to come and share with us in our worship time. Faithful one whose word is life, come with saving power to free our praise, inspire our prayer and shape our lives. For the kingdom of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now I'm going to hand over to Ethan who's going to bring us some video notices. Hey there. I was just reading John Mark Comer's book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, which, as it happens, is our book for Book and Cake this week. Um, now you're here, I might as well tell you. Book and Cake is this Sunday, starting at 7, ending at 8.30. The Zoom code can be found online at www.stentons.co.uk. Please join us as we dissect this book and we take a look at all the rich and beautiful things it has to say in its chapters and passages. We'd love to see you there um, for book and cake. Bring your book, read your book, and bring cake and eat your cake. That's our favourite church meeting. Fun for all the family. The APCM is coming up on October 18th at 2pm. You can join us on Zoom. You can join us on Facebook Live. It's going to be so exciting. I can't wait to see you there. I've just really uh, appreciated this weekend to meet up with um, friends, my dad as well. Um, just to talk about where we're at and um, what it looks like when we go back um, and just to kind of reflect on this kind of crazy time um, but it's been a real encouragement to um, hear everyone else's story and how everyone else is doing and uh, be kind of built up and encouraged. Yeah so I've had uh, another amazing weekend, um, Mock Hanger never ceases to amaze me how amazing it is just in terms of being able to, to feel close to God, a thin place, um, just a real sort of spiritual connection here. Um, being with the guys has been fantastic, even with COVID restrictions, we've had our little bubble, um, a bubble of four, you know, we have four uh, amazing guys all who have opened up and shared. Um, it's been a weekend of encouragement, a weekend of prayer, um, quite emotional times, you know, sort of burying your soul. And uh, you're going to sit around the, the fire pit at uh, quarter to twelve with a beer in hand and, and, a, and a laugh and a joke. I don't think there's many, many weekends that uh, you can share with your brothers and enjoy so much. So looking forward to 2021. Carry on, chaps. We've had a great weekend away uh, with a band of brothers at Moggahanger Park again this year. Uh, 13 of us reconnecting for the first time uh, in distinct groups, but uh, what a great opportunity to be back here together. Uh, with some great conversations talking about, you know, what lockdown has meant for us, how it's been good, how it's been hard, uh, and just opportunities to, to, to share fellowship with each other. 
the Band of Brothers, as you know, is for all men at St Tom's. Um, we, we'd love you to get involved if you're not involved already, and particularly at the moment, we want to kind of keep connected with you. But we've had a great time, and thanks very much for your prayers and support. Now, we move on to everyone's favourite thing, cleaning. We all love cleaning. I know you do, so don't try to deny it. Now, the church could actually use some volunteer cleaners. Our previous volunteer cleaners have diligently fulfilled their roles at the church, and we can do with some more. If you fancy cleaning, maybe just one hour every six weeks or so, please email office at stthoms.co.uk to see more on how you can get involved. Fun fact, just 50% of children growing up in Christian homes will go on to have their own faith as adults. Care for the Family is an event where we help our children grow in faith, not me, I don't have any, but I know there's a lot of Christian parents out there watching. It involves frameworks that you can use to help your child connect with God, ways to involve God in the midst of everyday life, and ideas that will work for your unique family. <clears throat> On the Care for the Family website, they say, whether you're a parent, grandparent, or simply love to support parents, this event will help you explore how you can help children to find a genuine faith of their own. And you can book the Care for the Family event at this website. Um, and you've got three dates to choose from, the 6th, 7th and 8th of October. Um, they're all one hour long, starting at half past seven, and they're all online. So you don't actually need to go anywhere or do anything. But yeah, go to the website here, here, and um, enjoy. Good morning, everyone. I'm Beth, and I am here, you guessed it, for the next Plugged In. This week we're going to start with our notices and then we're going to do our Bible memory verse that we had at the end of last week's service. Um, I think our only notice this week is about Boulder Gang, which Abby has told us about the last couple of weeks. So if you guys want to get involved with Boulder Gang at New Wine next year in week A, um, make sure you email her, let her know and get your application in as soon as possible um, so that you can apply and get on team. We would love to have you. It is so much fun being on team. Jazane and I have been on Gem's team and it's just incredible to be able to hang out with other people and be on a team that is so seven-hearted. So make sure you get involved. It's an incredible time. Thank you, Beth and Ethan, for bringing us your notices. And now we're going to have our first hymn, and that will be followed by the plug-in challenge. So if you're able, please stand in your own living rooms, bedrooms, or wherever you find yourself. Put your coffee down first, and let's sing together, All Creatures of Our God and King.
blessings on our way. Oh, praise Him. As we said last week, this week we wanted some suggestions for some really weird sandwiches for some of our team to taste. Um, the results are coming up. Just a quick disclaimer before um, we go into it. Um, we did use uh, food that we already had in our cupboards, so we didn't waste anything. And um, we did make it COVID safe, so there was lots of hand washing and it was all super clean. Um, yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Disgusting. Sandwich number one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it good? <laughs> Emma, how are you feeling? <laughs> oh, 
Abby. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Great. Ice cream, ketchup, and chocolate spread. Is it good? <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Not a good combination. I like it. <laughs> Just saying, like, COVID, COVID. I mean, the ketchup doesn't go with the ice cream. But would I have it again? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Fair enough. It just feels the same. It's gonna be gross. <laughs> <laughs> Not a catch-up person. <laughs> Sandwich number three, bacon, peanut butter and marmite. Let's go. Crunchy. <laughs> Emma's loving it. <laughs> it's actually good. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really salty. <laughs> Amazing. That was lovely. I'd eat that for breakfast. Is there more? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. That one is actually quite good. Peanut butter and bacon go together. Mm -hmm. My favourite was easily the bacon, peanut, butter and marmite. It's very good. I'm going to make it again. I would happily have all of them again. <laughs> Together. Okay. I would happily have the bacon, peanut, butter and marmite again. I think it was the best one out of the three. So yeah. My favourite was the bacon, peanut butter and marmite. I'd have it again without the marmite because it was actually quite nice to be. <laughs> My favourite was the same as everyone else, bacon, peanut butter and marmite. Definitely nice. So, which one would you prefer? You can post your choice in the comments. I'm definitely going for peanut butter, marmite and bacon. All three of my favourite things. What's not to like? I was amused that baby Aria was clearly not impressed with sandwich number two. So let's, uh, for those of us who like to follow the church calendar as it uh, moves through the year, today is the 17th Sunday after Trinity. And now we're going to pray our collect for the day, our special prayer for today, that 17th Sunday after Trinity. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they find rest in you. Pour your love into our hearts and draw us to yourself, and so bring us at last to your heavenly city, where we shall see you face to face. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And I think it's good as we come uh, into the presence of a holy God that we spend some time just reflecting on our past week and uh, the events of that week. 
and perhaps bring to mind with the help of the Holy Spirit those things which we may have done which have grieved God or grieved others and perhaps those things which we should have done but haven't. Uh, so I'm going to leave a short moment of quiet and then we'll move into a time of confession. And on the slides, uh, your responses are all in yellow type. Let us just keep a moment of quiet. Lord, we confess to you our selfishness and lack of love. Fill us with your spirit. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. We confess to you our fear and failure in sharing our faith. Fill us with your spirit. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. We confess to you our stubbornness and lack of trust. Fill us with your spirit. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. We say together, In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be. That we do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. And now may the God of love bring us back to himself, forgive us our sins and assure us of his eternal love. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And this morning we have a special treat for you. We have a double portion of scripture. In a moment I'm going to hand over to Fran who's going to read from Matthew 21 verses 33 to the end. And later on, we'll hear from Pam, who has our reading from Philippians, on which Danny Stuppel is going to bring us this morning's message. So let me hand over to Fran. The New Testament reading is taken from St Matthew, chapter 21, verses 33 to 46, and is entitled, The Parable of the Tenants. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. When the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to, to collect his fruit. The tenants seized his servants. They built, sorry, they beat one killed another and stoned a third. Then he sent other servants to them, more than the first time, and the tenants treated them the same way. Last of all, he sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, this is the heir, come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. So they took him and threw him out to the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, 
what will he do to those tenants? He will bring those wretched to a wretched end, they replied, and he will rent the vineyard to other tenants who will give him his share of the crop at harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures, The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvellous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. Anyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard Jesus' parables, they knew he was talking about them. They looked for a way to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowd because the people held that he was a prophet. This is the word of our Lord. Thank you, Fran. And I see Jane has just posted about our mutual friend who used to always order disgusting sandwiches for his breakfast. Dripping and coleslaw. I think he also had beef dripping and marmalade. I'll just let that one sink in. But meanwhile, we're going to move once again into a time of sun worship. We're going to have two back-to-back -back worship songs. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord and alleluia, alleluia.
reading is taken from Philippians chapter 3 verses 4 to 14. Yet I could have confidence in myself if anyone could. If others have reason for confidence in their own efforts, I have even more. For I was circumcised when I was eight days old, having been born into a pure-blooded Jewish family that is a branch of the tribe of Benjamin. So I am a real Jew, if ever there was one. What's more, I was a member of the Pharisees, who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law, and zealous, yes, in fact I harshly persecuted the church, and I obeyed the Jewish law so carefully that I was never accused of any fault. I once thought all these things were so very important now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the priceless gain of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. 
I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I may not so that I may have Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own goodness or my ability to obey God's law, but I trust Christ to save me. For God's way of making us right with him depends on faith. As a result, I can really know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I can learn what it means to suffer with him, sharing in his death, so that somehow I can experience the resurrection from the dead. I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I keep working toward that day when I will finally be all that Christ Jesus saved me for and wants me to be. No, dear brothers and sisters, I am still not all I should be, but I am focusing all my energies on one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I strain to reach the end of the race and receive the prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us up to heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you very much, Pam. Some more wonderful words from Philippians. And in a moment, I'm going to hand over to Mr. Danny Stupple. And please watch out in this video for his superhero change. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. to have times of prayer. And we thought it would be lovely to speak from here to you all this Sunday morning. So, Philippians chapter 3, verses 4 through to 14. I've entitled this talk, Knowing Jesus Better, A Lifelong Journey. Because we're going to see that there are three main points that the Apostle makes here. First one is, religion does not impress the Lord. Secondly, relationship is what the Lord is after. And thirdly, how deep can we go in our relationship with Jesus? So shall we start? If you do have your Bible, please open it up at Philippians chapter 3, verse 4. Though I also might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, concerning the law a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. Can you see here 
how the Apostle Paul, when he was Saul, just believed that he had done everything that was required to be righteous. He was operating under the law, believing that it could be kept, and believing that he did so perfectly and with zeal. He even says, blameless. You can almost see there the mistake that he's making. He's saying on purpose, how could I think I was blameless just by trying to be good enough? And here is our first point. Religion does not impress the Lord. I know that sounds strange when you first hear it. But the Lord has come to deal with religious behaviour. Do you remember how he was so cross with the people like Saul, Paul as he is when he writes this. The Pharisees of his day tried to nitpick and criticise and say that he, the Lord himself, was not operating in accordance with the law. Isn't this strange then, that we are faced with this first thought, that the Bible, and only the Bible, opens this up to us. The idea that it is not possible to be righteous in our own strength. I just repeat that again, it is not possible for us to be righteous in our own strength. We cannot keep the law of God. That's why he's given it to us. To make us realise we cannot keep it, and so we turn instead to our Saviour. So, just to reinforce our first point, Paul did used to think he could keep the law and be perfect that way, but he now knows different, and the Holy Spirit has helped him write this letter for us to understand the second point, which is that relationship is what the Lord is after. Verse 7. But what things were gained to me, these I counted lost for Christ. Yes, indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Wow, you can see that he's now really warmed to his subject. He speaks plainly about that old attitude, trying to keep the law. He counts it as completely lost. Any reputation he had amongst his religious brethren was lost. But he didn't really consider it a loss because, look what he said, compared to the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. He now knew the Lord. He wasn't just keeping the laws of the Lord. He now knows the Lord through Jesus Christ. Isn't this amazing that Jesus came and on the cross took the due punishment of the law. All 613 rules. Colossians tells us that all of that was nailed 
to the cross. And Jesus took the punishment of all the non-keeping of it. But more than that, something incredible happens. Not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Did you know that, brothers and sisters? Because it doesn't get out very much. That, we haven't just gone from being sinful, unable to keep the law, and then it's wiped clean. No, no, no. It's so much better news than that. Because of the cross, the righteousness of Christ has been imputed to us by faith in his finished work. This is the gospel. This is the good news that God has come and he has been perfect and he has kept the law so that we look to him and faith in his finished work for our salvation and a righteousness which comes not from men but from God himself by faith, by faith in his work. And look at this final bit in this section that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. So, this is the offer that once we are set free from trying to keep the law, but look to Christ who punished the law as it were, in himself, took the punishment the right punishment for it. He has been raised from the dead. So the power of the resurrection is available to us. As we read again in the first chapter of Ephesians, that that same power is at work in us that raised him from the dead. Isn't that amazing? Not just the righteousness of Christ, but the power of the resurrection through faith in his great work. That it might then spur us on. As he says, by any means I may attain. That's a fascinating word. Uh, to the resurrection from the dead. Is he talking about that 1 Corinthians 15, verses 50 to 58, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18? I'm not sure, but he could be talking about the rapture of the church. The fact that some of us, those that are alive at the coming of the Lord, won't need to die, but will be resurrected in the change, in the twinkling of an eye. Please read about it. It could mean that he was hoping that that might happen, but also he's saying a better resurrection, as he writes in Hebrews 11, that there is something about reward in living a faithful life when it comes to the resurrection. So what are the powerful motivation? And finally, our third point how deep can we go in our relationship with Jesus? Just listen to these words. Not that I have already attained or I am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Can you see we can run the race now, brothers and sisters? Nothing is holding us back. The sin that entangles us. We can fix our eyes on Jesus and run and run and press on to the reward, onto the goal of a life lived well for Jesus because he has set us free from sin and the power of the law. Isn't it good news? That, knowing Jesus better, 
is a lifelong journey. Shall we go on it together? Amen. As ever, Danny gives us a lot of meat to reflect on in the week ahead. Just some of the things I pulled out and feel free to share things that you pulled out in the comments. It's not possible to be righteous in our own strength and we cannot in that strength keep God's law. We need to turn instead to our Lord and to know him in a personal way. And we then have his righteousness. His mind, as we reflected on a couple of weeks ago, imputed to us. So, friends, we do need to, as Danny says, to press on in our race, our journey, our Christian journey, following Jesus as he leads us and as his spirit enables and equips us. So thank you, Danny. Well, um, it's harvest time in uh, in the farming calendar and in the church as well we will be moving into a harvest theme beginning with our service next week but um, one, in, one important harvest that we're involved with is supporting Eastleigh Basics Bank as they seek to provide uh, essential food for those who are struggling at the moment particularly in these Covid restriction times so uh, we're going now to show a video from the Basics Bank encouraging us all to donate. Uh, please do also have a look on our, um, our website and on our Facebook page and we will actually post details there of items that they are particularly short of. So please do support this very worthwhile cause as they're running short as uh, the demand for their services, as you will hear, is ever growing. Dave. I work for a group of people who give food to people who haven't got enough money. We work eight of our shop here uh, in Eastleigh and we're called Eastleigh Basics Bank. There are families in Eastleigh who today may have not had anything for breakfast this morning or might not have anything for their dinner tonight. We're here to help them. Lots of people have been running out of money and we can supply them with food but I need your help to do that. This year has been a really hard year for a lot of people. Lots of people have been running out of money and we've had to feed a great deal more families. The thing is we can't do that by ourselves. We haven't got enough money to be able to go out and spend 
it to, to give food to people. We have to rely on other people to do that. We have trolleys in Tesco's and Sainsbury's in Eastleigh Tain Centre and Asda and Waitrose and Chandler's Ford that people can put food into. The food is then brought to us and we can give it out to the people. But because this year has been so hard, we have fed lots more people. So at, from the beginning of the year until July, we fed as many people as we did for the whole of 2019. What happens if people need to get food is they can go to organisations like Citizens Advice or the Job Centre or to the local social services and housing associations and even schools and get a voucher that they can use to come in and get food. This time of the year, we Christians are celebrating Harvest Festival. We're thanking God for all the food that he's given us. And as part of that, we bring along food to share with those in our community who are not so well off. So what I'm asking you today is, can you bring in as much as you can afford to give to us to help us to feed more people in the community? Thank you. So if you'd like more information, please go to our website, eastleighbasicsbank.co.uk. We'd love you to help us and thank you so much for watching this video. Thank you. Goodbye. So hopefully we can all respond to that request. We will put details on our website and Facebook page, as I said. Now, I think before we move into a time of prayer, I think I owe Beth and the, and the plugged in team an apology because I think I cut her earlier item off in its prime. So I'm going to replay it. Good morning, everyone. I'm Beth and I am here, you guessed it, for the next plugged in. This week we're going to start with our notices and then we're going to do our Bible memory verse that we had at the end of last week's service. Um, I think our only notice this week is about Boulder Gang, which Abby has told us about the last couple of weeks. So if you guys want to get involved with Boulder Gang at New Wine next year in week A, um, make sure you email her, let her know and get your application in as soon as possible um, so that you can apply and get on team. We would love to have you. It is so much fun being on team. Jazone and I have been on Gem's team and it's just incredible to be able to hang out with other people and be on a team that is so servant hearted. So make sure you get involved. It's in an incredible time. I'm going to hand over to some of our team now who are going to bring us our Bible verse that Benice introduced for us last week, which is Psalm 34 verse 8. Hello, my name is Benice and today we are going to be reading Psalm 34 verse 8. Let's have a little read. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one 
who takes refuge in him. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Thank you so much and apologies Bernice, Abby and Aria for cutting you off there. So as I say we're now going to move into a time of prayer and we're going to start off indeed with a plugged in video of the children's prayer. So this week we wanted to introduce you guys to our new St Tom's Kids prayer that we're going to try and use um, across lots of different things. Um, we want to be able to make sure our children are involved and engaged and I think a really good way to do that is have something that they can actively be involved in. Um, so we've got a prayer um, that has some actions um, that we're going to try and use quite regularly so they get the hang of it. Um, we'd love for you guys to join in with the actions for today. Are you ready? Jesus, we love you. Thank you that you love us. We pray for our friends and for our families, and we pray for the good stuff and the bad stuff this week. In Jesus' name, Amen. And now we're going to continue in prayers with our prayers of intercession. Now these prayers have a bidding and a response. The bidding is, Lord, hear us. And the response is, Lord, graciously hear us. So, Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. I will leave a short break after each verse of the prayer. Uh, please feel free to add uh, prayer topics that the Lord lays on your heart in the comments but please don't make them personal as obviously this is a public forum but please do feel free to leave appropriate prayer thoughts and requests so let us pray to the Lord who is our refuge and stronghold for all who are affected by coronavirus through illness or isolation or anxiety we pray that they may, might find relief and recovery. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who are guiding our nation at this time and shaping national policies, that they may they may make wise decisions Lord hear us Lord graciously hear us for doctors nurses and medical researchers that through their skill and insights many will be restored to full health Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the vulnerable and the fearful, for the gravely ill and the dying, 
that they may know your comfort and your peace. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We commend ourselves and all for whom we pray to the mercy and protection of God. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now we're going to bring our prayers together in the words of the Lord's Prayer in its contemporary form. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We're going to move into our final uh, song of worship now. And during this song, please be considering uh, what offering you want to make to the Lord for the work of his church here. All the details for giving at this uh, time will be found on our website and we can place them on our Facebook page.
Please do join us after the service on Zoom for cuppa and chat if you'd like to. The Zoom code will appear at the end of the service. And now a final blessing and dismissal. The Lord bless you and watch over you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look kindly on you and give you his peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy. <clears throat> Sustain and support the anxious. Be with those who care for the sick and lift up all who are brought low, that they may find comfort, knowing that nothing can separate them from your love in Christ Jesus. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord in the name of Christ. Amen.